Hello, everyone. Hello! I am Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily! Hello, everyone. This is the podcast where we invite our friends on, we drink tea, and we discuss topics that we don't know ahead of time. We don't know what they are. It's true. On this very podcast, I, I, I have no topic. I have no topic at all. I'm not in charge of a topic. Emily has a topic. I do. She hasn't told it to me. I've not told him. I know what my topic is. We have a guest who we'll get to in a second who has two topics and hasn't even picked one yet. So Emily and I have no idea. He has no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole mystery. And that's what we do on this show. Yeah. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. We're figuring it out. As we go, we figure it out. Yeah. That was my first shot at trying to describe this. Not my first shot, but I don't. we don't normally describe the podcast in such terms, but yes. we're trying to. Yes. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. I mean, we know generally. We're uh, going to talk. We have a decent idea because these are, we invite friends. They're yeah. friends. You know, these aren't, um, these aren't crazy people we have on the podcast. They're not strangers. I mean, they, yes, they could be crazy, I guess, as friends, but uh, they didn't just wander in. <laughs> Although it was raining today, so maybe some, maybe you guys both wandered in here. I don't know. My shoes got wet on my way here. Um, I went running and my sneakers are drenched like all the way through. Should we bring on our guest? Yes, let's do it. Um, welcome to the stage. I've decided that's what I'm calling the podcast. It's the stage. Um, my friend, Jordan Sorelli. Yep, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so nervous. It's okay. I probably wouldn't have corrected you. Yeah, okay, thank you. I think the pause will play to comedic effect. <laughs> it's, it's actually the most dramatic entrance I've ever had in my life. I only want to give people dramatic entrances. Thank you so much. I'll, th- I'll put in a little drum roll in that. In between your first and last name, I'll put a drum roll. <laughs> I just want white noise in there just to like really freak out whoever's listening to this. Yeah, I'll silence it. That's like another thing you can do. You can just put silence in the middle of something. So, so creepy. I'll add more silence. Oh, God. <laughs> or take away silence. I don't know. I do do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you say that, but mm-hmm. occasionally there's just those those little brain farts you got to delete. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I knew you did that, and I like that you do. Uh, I don't do it a lot, but um, if if I if I think to do it, this podcast is not very heavily edited. But if I happen to be in the right mood to listen to things, and possibly if I remember there was an awkward conversation. <laughs> um, I will I will note that mentally and try to go and remove that. It's like I took your some of your your coughing out of an episode. I so appreciated that. <laughs> it was more coughing on top of that. <laughs> I took out like maybe the most egregious cough ever recorded. <laughs> the audio. It was it was it maybe inspired. It probably was the inspiration for me taking several other coughs out. But it, I like heard it and couldn't believe what a cough it was. <laughs> Wow. Sorry to out oh. you like this. No, it's okay. I, I knew it was bad. I believe I apologized on air. And so my trip was right after, as I was recovering from the sickness, my Scandinavia trip. And every single picture of me when I'm in Norway, I secretly have a cough drop in my mouth. And like, that's a knowledge I have of all of those pictures <laughs> because it, I could not stop coughing. Fun. But Fair. then I got better. I was you, better by Stockholm. That's good. good. Your Stockholm syndrome was that you were better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh my gosh. I'm like, um, always, I always have like chronic coughs just because, um, uh, I, I had asthma as a kid. I actually, like, when, when I was born, like, I had bronchiolitis, like, coming out of the womb. <laughs> and so, like, you know, I just, like, a long um, sort of, that was just, like, a foretelling of, like, what the rest of my life would mm-hmm. be like. Um, but as I mentioned to you before the show, one of the things I'm allergic to is uh, wallpaper adhesive. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that gives me <laughs> asthma attacks. So I'm very glad it's not in the uh, tea. Yeah. I was going to make a joke that it was, but then I was like, eh, it's not worth it. <laughs> You'll be happy to know there's no wallpaper in this room at all. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Does it bother you if it's on the wall and like you're in a room with wallpaper or just like if you... Lick it? I don't know, touch it, lick it. <laughs> well, what happened was like our landlord was like removing the wallpaper mm. and like I think just like a bunch of those um, oh, sort okay. of uh, uh, chemicals started uh, getting into the air and then like I just had an asthma attack and uh, that was that was it. That was it for the wallpaper. It was all written in stone. I'm glad it's not on the tea. That was a long pause for you to edit out. I was kind of like, I was kind of like, this is a good long pause. I'm going to keep it in. We've been ta- we talked. Once you talk about a thing, you can't take it out. That's true. Any coughs you apologize for, I had to leave those coughs in because otherwise you're just apologizing for whatever. Although that would be hilarious. <laughs> Sorry for coughing. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Um, I'm actually trying to say sorry less, but I did feel bad about how much I was coughing during that episode. Yeah, I think, uh, I'm, I'm generally on your side with the saying sorry less thing, but there are still things to be sorry about. That's just how the world works. I'm not a perfect person. You can't quit saying sorry. You just have to start saying it less or fewer times, Mm -hmm. less or fewer. I can't be expected to know that. I actually believe it is fewer but Corrections like, I think you would can say help me. Fewer times. Uh, f- the the thing about fewer is if it's an unknown number. I think mm. the the difference between the two the two is less means you know it's like it's like because there's a finite number you can be like oh there, there's that's five less. But huh. I think uh, I might have just completely done this backwards. Truly, all I know is that on Game of Thrones, one of the characters made a joke about not a joke. A snide comment about this that was meant to be like comedic for the audience. Mm. A fourth wall breaking almost meta ish. Um, I don't know if it was meta, but it was it was done once and then it was referenced a few seasons later. Mm. Wow. Um. Okay, Emily, you want to talk about the tea? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> we do tea. Yeah. The the thing that you want to sing a song for. Tea talk. 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 I'm trying to change it up every single I time. I really liked that version, actually. <laughs> that had like yeah. a beautiful like cadence at yeah. the end. I actually, I'm going to say this. I would love to fe- have feedback on all of them. So I can pick one. Mm. Um, so my tea is another one from my Scandinavia trip. And this is another one I had to translate. So I need to pull it up. But I'm going to try to read the name in Norwegian. It's from Norway. Yes. It's Nordiska Skogs Bar. Bar. <laughs> That, that is supposed to be like the A in bad. Bear. I'm not. That's as, that's as good as I can do. It is a black tea or a black tea or a sort tay. Um, <laughs> sort tay. Yeah. S-O-R-T blank T-E. Although if it's European, wouldn't it be tay sort? I don't, I don't know. It's I'm a, not normal. normal. <laughs> well, it's a Germanic language, so it's, it more closely recon- uh, resembles English, so it would be a- adjective noun, unlike 
like Spanish, which is the other way around, right? There's so much linguistics in this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Matt and I really did spend a lot of time translating this because I mean, it was it was too long. It shouldn't be that hard to translate things. Well, or maybe I should just learn Norwegian. <laughs> and there's also a lot of ingredients. And I, I also think it's hard. Like nouns are one of the hardest part about learning a new language because there's just like a crazy amount of specific nouns that each mean different things. I mean, mm-hmm. just... I mean, think of our summer spectacular and all the fruit names we had to name on there. Like if you, if English wasn't your first language, just like learning all the names of all the fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and other foods you can eat, that seems like its own uh, challenge to me. That's true. I feel good about that. It's also, and, and you know, you don't know this language, so it's hard for you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from the website, this is, this tea I actually do know it means Nordic forest berries. That's the type of tea it is. Um, It is a black tea blend you will be familiar with, with a bunch of curiosities from our cool coaster and forest terrain. And there are, is Norway. It's from the coastal and forest terrain of Norway. Um, Here are the flavors of cranberries, blackberries, and cranberries add natural freshness to the sweet and mellow... It says teen because that's a translation error. Yeah. I don't, I'm going to assume that means T and there's an ending situation on that. Mm. Teen. Um, also to note, you did say, you said uh, blackberries twice, which we decided is probably actually blueberries yes. is the second one. The yes. translation says it twice, but we are, we think it's a different thing. <laughs> yes. The ingredients are black tea, blackberry aroma. Cranberries, mulberry, blackberries again, but I think one of those means blueberries. Mm -hmm. Hibiscus flowers, cranberries again, which I'm not really sure. And moraine leaves, which we don't know what moraine leaves are. I have no idea either. Yeah, but you could see like flecks of green in the tea. We looked up moraine leaves and it looked like it's actually a region or a mountain. So Mm -hmm. my thought is translation wise, it's actually supposed to be like a thing from this region. So like blueberries from this area yeah that's my thought i have no idea (laughs) yeah um but it is forest berries from norway that is basically what's in this tea um it's a black tea i think it's quite good um you can definitely when you opened it you could like smell blueberries everywhere it just filled the room yeah um matt's wife came running out and said it smells like blueberries everywhere (laughs) (laughs) and she was not in the same room as us no down the hall and in a different room yeah not to make my apartment sound large or anything it's not but there is a hallway in two rooms <laughs> um i'll pass this tea around you guys but um you can definitely see flecks of green leaves it's a black tea there's red stuff which i assume are the hibiscus petals mm-hmm. and you can definitely see like dried fruit there's also a whole blackberry in the, the tea that we steeped we put a, yes. like a whole blackberry in there <laughs> or a whole dried blackberry Yes. Um, well, what are we? Um, how are we feeling about this tea, Emily? I feel, I feel good about it. I think it's, I think it's tasty. I told the people at the store I like a fruity black tea. They provided me with a fruity black tea. Now, did you smell it there? 
I did not smell it because it came in like a vacuum sealed bag. They didn't have like a smelling station or anything. No, it was it was at like a coffee shop, not like a tea store. Ah, uh, yes. So, a... so you didn't smell it beforehand? No. Mm. Mm. I was just as surprised as everyone by the fruit smell. You would think they would want to like market that more because that was really like when I walked in, I was just like, I'm so excited for this yeah. tea. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to start. I'm going to like, I'm going to order some of this and just keep a bag open in my kitchen so that my house some, always smells like this. Some potpourri. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, work. what is the uh, brand name on this tea? Oh, that's actually, I wanted, this is a Solberg and Hansen. Wow, I know those words. <laughs> Are those, yeah, I felt, yeah, I felt comfortable with my reading of that. The Solberg Hansen and Hansen. of uh, Mbop? I think so. so the three boys? Hmm. Hansen. Han- yeah, I'd say so, except for it doesn't Hansen, the Mbop boys have an O in it somewhere. Uh, yeah, this Hansen. Oh. This is Hansen. How disappointing. Yeah. But it's made in Oslo, Norway. This is like Hansel and Gretel meets Hansen, the boy band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anybody's ever written any fan fiction about um, yes. the Hansen boys being Hansel and Hansel and Gretel? Oh, uh, I said before you even <laughs> could say what you wanted, I knew that there was fan fiction about this. But once you finished, there's definitely fan <laughs> fiction about this. I would love a link. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll link you. I used to be an avid fan fiction writer, by the way. Um, oh, fan fiction but, writer. Uh, let's not get... Uh, I could, briefly. Let's I get did, briefly into it. <laughs> briefly into it. I wrote a lot of Teen Titans fanfic. Um, and then later on, I, I did a bit of Witch. I don't know if you know that one. Um, and then I think I did a Charmed one at one point. How do you feel about the reboot? Yes um, or no? I'm sorry, what reboot? Of Charmed? Oh no, I'm I'm trying to do the Mariah Carey thing. Oh, where I, if I, I guess that only works visually, but like I would also have to put on sunglasses and be like, who? So I assume you're ne- no, no. Okay. What about the reboot of Teen Titans? Oh, Teen Titans Go. Yeah, sure. I'm actually, actually d- okay yeah. with that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I had um, to cover that because Emily didn't ask about that. Well, I didn't know there was that. I just knew about the Charmed one. Hmm. <laughs> um. So you wrote fan fiction. I love that. I never wrote any, but I did read some. Hmm. I once uh, went off on someone for telling me I wrote a very bad chapter. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> and now I'm much better at taking criticism. I'm proud of you. Do you still write fan fiction? Or? Um, n- no. I, I don't know. Whatever is in your heart not. is the answer. <laughs> I, I feel like um, elements of fan fiction uh, sort of crop up within the things I'm writing nowadays. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't say like it's a pure f- fan fiction. Okay. Well, look at Fifty Shades of Grey. That's fan fiction, right? Mm-hmm. And it became uh, its own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really actually know how they connect, but I, other than I know it's fan fiction. <laughs> it's fan fiction of Twilight. Twilight. So, but it's not about Twilight at all. Well, if, you, if you've read both, which I've read Twilight, but I've not read Fifty Shades of Grey, Same. but I have seen all of the Fifty Shades movies. Okay. Um, Bella is the main character in Fifty Shades of Grey. And Oh, okay. Um Edward. Edward is Christian Grey. But they took all the cool vampire stuff out. Ugh, well, that's true. Like that's they what, replaced that's, it with other stuff. That's the part that I yeah, yeah like just like whips and chains, right? Yeah, yeah. But like well, first of all, I don't I think that vampires would be in whips and chains as well, um, given that they sleep in coffins and turn into bats i might be thinking of the original um vampires and not the ones in the twilight movies oh there's a lot of stuff about sex in the twilight books uh but it, i guess read them? i've read them yeah it's it's frustrating that 
they should the fan fiction should be also vampires i would watch 50 shades of gray probably if i knew it was like <laughs> i knew it was all it was like softcore porn and um vampires and werewolves and stuff that sounds way cooler than just mom porn <laughs> i would write the fan fiction <laughs> yes fan fiction of fan fiction um, i uh, Sorry. I was going to say, I've not, see, not seen nor read any Fifty Shades of Grey or Twilight stuff. Although I've, I'm vaguely aware of what happens in the Twilight movies. <laughs> I, I think, the, I think uh, Twilight sort of has spread outside of its uh, realm. That yes. like, you understand it well enough, even yeah. if you haven't partaken in it. Yes, people talk about it enough. It's yeah. like Star Wars for me. Like, I don't watch the things. Um the things i'm sorry i'm <laughs> the was, films um, it's good if we don't talk about star wars on this podcast <laughs> we always seem to get there somehow <laughs> yeah um yeah there are some things that just like get into the culture mm-hmm. like you just kind of have a vague understanding of when you but, guys were kids oh you you go i don't oh worry. i was gonna say this tea talk has gone a little off the rails i'm sorry well then no I'm, it's okay i loved the i loved the off the rails say your thing and I wanna, we'll get back on track i have one question and then we'll do we'll do our rating um did you guys watch Muppet Babies when you were a kid? No. no. So what's well, been, re- it's also been rebooted, <laughs> huh. but it was like, uh, it's from the, I think it's from the eighties, but I don't precisely know when I watched it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was on the air, like through the nineties and everything too. There's on like Nickelodeon or whatever, but it was just like Kermit and Miss Piggy and stuff, but as children and every, or not every episode, but like it's largely based on their imagination of what was going on. It's kind of like Rugrats in that way. Uh, if you guys watch that show, which is also which is also getting rebooted, <laughs> true story. They're rebooting Rugrats, oh and there might be. A, I think believe there's a live action film in the in the uh, production of Rugrats of Rugrats. But how? <sighs> Let's not worry about that. Um, I want to finish my Muppet Babies thing and then get out of here. <laughs> okay. uh, so all the a lot, so their imagination is usually like parodies of movies and stuff. So I've I know like a lot of random like older movies from them like parodying it on muppet babies so like i want to say like uh it's also how I, the simpsons is another reason i know a lot of old references but like there's like muppet babies episodes where they're like doing star wars stuff and there's muppet babies episodes where they're doing like uh planet of the apes and like uh, just movies that like as a as a eight-year-old or whatever when i was watching the show would not have naturally come across <laughs> but i know the references because of the uh the muppet the little baby muppets <laughs> Kind of like Wishbone. Yeah, Wishbone. Uh, probably did not. I think we're just, I think we're figuring out our age right now. Yeah. You guys watch Wishbone. I watched <laughs> Muppet, Muppet Babies. Babies. <laughs> um, it's like a dog retelling classic literature. So I know some books from that. But I'm going to get us back on track. Let's get us back. I, I loved that tea talk um, exit, train exit, but we're back on track. <laughs> we have discussed how the tea looks. We've discussed... How it tastes. Do we have anything else to ask say about how it tastes? I don't believe I've said a word about how it tastes. But, okay. Um, <laughs> how does it taste to you? You know, I think you should just go ahead and ask me a question. Okay. That we've been longing. This is the most important question we ask. Um, Matt, mm-hmm. is this your cup of tea? Now, Emily, I also appreciated the aroma. I thought it was a very potent smell. I feel like we've been having a lot of these black teas with fruits in them lately. Um, not that's my fault not um yeah a little bit but not (laughs) not in a bad way i uh i like it because it's you know 
we have to describe things on this pod. We have to describe teas. So it's like better to like keep having weirder teas than like keep having like, like I, I might eat my words on this, but like, it seems like it would be more frustrating if we just had like different, like black teas by different brands every week. So it's like just plain black tea, but not anything interesting. This yeah. is like, we're changing brands. We're changing types of tea. We're really trying to uh, shake things up. So I don't mind that we're having all these different berry ones because they're all very different. Yeah. They're just berries and black tea. <laughs> we're disrupting the tea business. Oh, yeah. What a millennial. I know. And uh, I I do think this is quite enjoyable. It's it's sort of sweet without the sugar, um, which is, you know, I know you've got sugar in yours. Uh, listeners know I do not have sugar in mine. <laughs> Uh, but I think the, 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 the fruitness really helps make it sweet on its own. So all that being said, this is my cup of tea and waiting for Emily to be able to talk again. Cause she's spilling tea, <laughs> spilling the tea. I tried to be really good. I'm spilling the tea on spilling the tea on Emily. The, yes, the, yes. Yes. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, I think that happens every episode. If we were to have a either slash drinking game slash bingo game, someone spilling the tea would be the which version are we talking about? The gossip version or the actual spilling the tea? Both. There's so yeah. much gossip on this podcast. Do you know that um that Kermit meme back to Muppets where he just like sips Lipton tea like mm-hmm. out of the side of his mouth when uh, he says something shady? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that would have been a perfect moment for you to do that. Yes, that's it. I I am the tea lizard. Uh, I don't know if you guys do. You guys know the tea lizard yes. part? Do you know the tea lizard part? I don't. Oh, Emily. Uh, some people find this meme, this like meme on a meme, infuriating. Um, I don't want to get into all the reasons why. Uh, <laughs> but like, Good Morning America put out a tweet. They were like, "What's your favorite meme?" And they were like, they put like crying Jordan and Me. a couple other th- whatever, a couple other things. But they put up. The Kermit the Frog sipping the tea. Have you seen that? Yes, I have seen that. Yeah. So they put up that picture and for some reason they they like hashtagged it like with uh instead of calling him Kermit the Frog, they called him the tea lizard. <laughs> I wonder if it was a rights thing. And I mean oh. it sort of it sort of was one of those break the internet moments where everyone was like, Hold on. Did they just call him the tea lizard? <laughs> <laughs> um it should be noted that also at one point, um, Kermit was a correspondent for Good Morning America, so they really, oh, they so really, they, you know, that's shade, that's, that's shade, shade right there, that's shade right there. Um, Jordan, yes, I have a big question for you. Oh my God, are you, are ready you for proposing it? to me? Honestly, it's more important. Oh, okay, is this your cup of tea? Um, well, I'll say, um, absolutely yes. Um, first of all, I he said I, yes. He said yes. <laughs> Oh, happy life ever. We are always star-crossed lovers. Yes, of when we do improv together, our, our scenes always end up us being star-crossed lovers. Um, but like, I mean, from the smell, like, um, yeah. Well, the thing is, like, <laughs> I don't know if this is a weird reference, but the smell made me think of when I was like um, maybe a teenager, and I just sort of like uh, scarfed down special K bars all the time. Um, and uh, <laughs> I think this is sort of what it reminds me of because it has that same fragrance to it to the fruit and berry special K. Um, so to me, it has like a very childhood <laughs> memory to it. Um, I will say it is also, um, yes, sweet without sugar or milk. Um, and actually, I thought when I was tasting, because I was trying to see how uh, 
discerning my palate was. Mm-hmm. Um, I did sense a blueberry or a blackberry mm-hmm. in there. I could have sworn there was vanilla. Interesting. Um, however, uh, I mean, I've been told that like what we know as vanilla isn't really vanilla. Um, could, could be the hibiscus that's maybe giving you that. Maybe. I'm not sure. It's not quite. They're not quite the same thing, but I do find that they're not totally dissimilar. dissimilar. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. So, tis my cup of tea. Wow. This is so exciting. Emily, you've asked us a couple of really important questions, and now I have a pretty important question to ask you. Oh, God, what is it going to be? <laughs> Emily, do you find this tea to be your cup of tea? Oh, Matt, thank you. Um, you know what, guys? I like this tea. I like fruit teas. I like that you can taste the different types of berries in it. I like that you had to translate it. Because I think it's very silly. Oh, I do find the I do find the not from this country aspect to be maybe the most appealing part. <laughs> um, so all of that combined adds to this being my cup of tea. Wow, three out of three. Three out of three. We did it, guys. That's another. I think that's another perfect score. No, this won't be two in a row. Uh, it can't possibly be because the last episode was Matt Just and Emily to, alone. Yeah, I realize that. Mm. Uh, that is technically a perfect score that's true uh we handicap any that only the two of us rate as not perfect okay it it helps feed the ludicrousness of our (laughs) rating system (laughs) i'm so glad you guys all liked it sometimes when i bring tea this is me sharing some insecurities i have Mm. i'm worried that everyone will hate them but i don't think anyone's actually hated a tea yet that's the thing about my cup of tea or not my cup of tea. There, there's no rate. There's yeah. no rating that's hate or dislike. It's yeah. just, no, it's not mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a bad cup of tea before. Yeah. I I have, but sometimes I don't know if that's just because I was failing at making it mm. or if it's because the tea itself was bad. Oh, mine was served to me in Jersey. Oh. So. <laughs> it must be the water. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um. Okay. So I, tea talk. Um, done please okay <laughs> i didn't know what you were doing i was doing a dramatic pause uh okay we don't have time for dramatic pauses anymore okay emily yes you have got our topic this yes. week so my mini topic is about the tea in a way um so wow. i got it on my trip as a souvenir for myself and my topic is souvenirs oh oh my um, god I know, right? I think that might be our be- best tea to tea topic matching. I thought you were going to call it our best topic ever. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the best topic ever. Um, Interesting you'd bring it up in a, as a mini topic and not even a <laughs> full-fledged one, yes. Um, so I love to get souvenirs when I go on trips. And the things I always get as souvenirs. Tea is a new thing. I got one from each country I went to on my Scandinavia trip. But I always get, if it's another country or a place that speaks another language, I get a Harry Potter book in that language with the cover I like the best. So not a specific one, just the cover I like the best. And Meaning of the, how many Harry Potter books are there? The one through seven. So you'll get one of the one through seven. Yeah. Whichever is your best one. Yes. Favorite one. Yes. And... I always get a snow globe for myself from wherever I go because I like snow globes. That's a fact I didn't know about you. Yeah. Uh, What Harry Potter book do you have the most copies of? I don't actually know. Um, (laughs) Is that because you can't read it or? (laughs) Partly because I can't read it. Partly because some of them are in Ohio. 
and some of them are in New York. Mm. So I can't do like a tally. We should get a number on this. We should have some Ohioan count up the ones you have there. You count up the ones here. Just one Ohioan. All we need is one. Just one. <laughs> um, in I'm parentheses, d- hey mom, <laughs> can you do that for us? <laughs> I was about to say, I'm done talking. I personally am not talk- talking about anybody that isn't here anymore. That's my new thing I'm not. I'm going to start doing on this podcast. Um, but, you know, shout out to your mom. And you mentioned my wife earlier. No. These people are these people are in our lives. Yeah. Um, so I just like souvenirs. That's all. That's Do it. you guys have anything you guys get specific for yourselves or other people? Hmm. I mean, I, I like a souvenir that um, does not last. So that means food, mm-hmm. typically. Um, just sort of, I feel like it's an extension of um, any place that I've gone to. It's just sort of a way for me to continuously uh, re-experience it. Um, and I mean, I just like food. Um, but typically, um, I, I think souvenir-wise, I don't really get anything for myself. I really get things more for other people. Um, like, uh, for example, I know um, like my friends and family, they like uh, T-shirts, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend actually always asks me to bring postcards for him from any place that I go to just because like, it has like usually really nice like imagery. Yeah. Uh, so that's something I did. Um, although, oh, I always get shot glasses for some reason, just because like I like that one <laughs> because you can get like five of them in one box already, mm-hmm. and then just um, so like sort of hand them out to people. Yeah. yeah. Um, Smart shopping. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a very um, uh, sort of wise uh, shopper when it comes to souvenirs for people. Oh, and also this bracelet actually. Um, I uh, I think my last trip to the Philippines, like I tried to make sure that like I brought a wearable, mm-hmm. um, something that I could wear every single day of my life, um, and so that's this. There you go. It's a very nice bracelet. Thank you. Uh, that's a good. That's a good. If you want to like remember a trip or a location, I think like a something a wearable like that is uh, good. Good. Because uh, I'm looking at it. You guys can't hear it, or you can't hear what I'm looking at. <laughs> But it's a, oh, that's a nice sound. <laughs> that's a very fashionable thing. That's all I'm going to say. But <laughs> Thank you. And you know where it's from, but like, so it's like a for you thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Matt, you got anything? Um, yeah, I suppose I collect two things um, when I travel. I, um, this is the third week in a row, third podcast in a row. We're going to mention this, but I travel around to baseball stadiums as a hobby and I buy pennants, the little try three cornered flags that you can buy that are uh, from each stadium I go to. So, um, and I have very, I have opinions (laughs) whenever I go to a a ballpark I haven't been to. and, And if they disappoint me in their selection, I'm it like sticks with me. Like I remember I'm like, Oh, this place has the worst penance. <laughs> uh, and I'd say a lot of them have bad. A lot of them do have bad ones. The worst, like the ones I don't like the most and almost every ballpark has these is the one that just says like the team's name on it because that's so uninteresting because they often have ones with like pictures of the ballpark or like some element of the ballpark sort of, um, I don't know what the word is painted. It's it, whatever however died into the thing uh so some of them look really cool but a lot of teams like don't bother with make designing cool ones but i still buy them anyways <laughs> um 
What, yeah. what do they usually look like? Because um, you said uh, usually you don't like the ones with team names on them. So I own a lot with team names on them because they're the only ones they have there. But like, so I have one from Fenway Park in Boston that uh, it was the year that the stadium turned 100 years old. So they sort of had this like commemorative one that was decorated to sort of um, match the ballpark. So it had certain features like... Uh, the green monster and the brick and things like that put onto it. I basically, I mean, the main element to me is like, design. like you should design your pennant somehow. It shouldn't just be you taking your logo that already exists and exists on t-shirts and uniforms and magnets and everything else you sell and just slap it on there. Like that's not interesting to me. I want something that you actually spent time designing. If you think about like in sports t-shirt land, like you could buy a t-shirt that looks like they're or like, you can buy a t-shirt that just has like a team logo on it. Like it just has the Yankees logo on it. And that to me is super boring. Sorry if you own one of those. Those are boring shirts to me. <laughs> so much but, shade on this podcast. Uh, but you could also have a shirt really that's like is. really cool. It has like a Yankees. I'm still, I mean, I hate the Yankees, but I'm still going to give, I'm not going to say that <laughs> just because it says Yankees on it. It's a bad shirt. You could have a, a shirt that has like a picture of their stadium or a picture of one of their te- their players like doing something or even, like whatever, just like, Spend some time designing the thing. That's my. They're so expensive. That's my thing. T-shirts are expensive. T-shirts are expensive. Pennants are not expensive. They're oh, like five nice. bucks. Um, oh, that's nice. Depends on where you go, but or like I have a I have one from the Mets when they just opened their new ballpark and it it was like Mets inaugural season ni- uh, two thousand nine. It had like all these like facts on it that are like it's like cool. That actually is relative to the year I even went to go to see the see the. Uh, to see the game, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's relevant to that. Or the, the Fenway Park one is similar where it's like, you can only buy it that one year, you know, so you remember when you were there. But like, if you go to LA and you get one that's like the Dodgers and it just says Dodgers on it, like that tells you nothing about your trip. Yeah. It's just, I have one of those. I've, uh, I have a bunch of boring ones. <laughs> those ones make me sad. Um, and you said you collected something else. I also collect magnets. Um, I'd say that's my, me and my, my wife and I's way of whenever we go on a trip, we'll get like a magnet from a place. And I like magnets because they are the easiest thing to pack. They're, they're not, small. they're very durable. They're small. Um, they're also kind of cheap. We could just throw them in the refrigerator. <laughs> it doesn't have to take up too much uh, shelf space. Uh, those are my main two things. I guess I collect other random crap. I have a bunch of shot glasses as well. <laughs> um, but that's more of a, circumstance <laughs> i just think souvenirs what you buy is fascinating mm-hmm. um we don't need to talk about this too much longer but i do want to tell one story that the reason when i was in norway the reason i got the harry potter book i did was because it was the creepiest all of them were like they were like black and white like just like line drawings but like shading using lines okay. but they all looked kind of like vaguely creepy which i was very into because <laughs> they were like different than a lot of things i'd seen of harry potter books but I chose um, the sixth book because it had the creepiest cover. It had the, the dark mark above Hogwarts, like the the very, spoiler alert, it's like the very, <laughs> it's one of the very last scenes in the sixth book. I won't give any more information than that. And it's like, it just looked cool and it looked creepy. Which book was that from? The sixth book, Half-Blood Prince. Okay. <laughs> oh, so... Do you usually just 
choose by you judge them by your, their cover. Oh yeah, really? no, I judge the books by their okay. cover. Okay, yeah. <laughs> literally doing that. Yeah. Um, cool. Was I didn't have a favorite souvenir? Something they cherish. Well, you have a bracelet you sort of already gave out, but maybe something else if you want to still answer this question. Um, <laughs> Second most favorite cherished. <laughs> well, I have four wearables from the Philippines, so um, I think they have... I love that you equal... call them wearables. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what they are. Yeah, I know. That's um, a very tech way of talking about, like, I suppose, calling, like, an um, Apple Watch a wearable. Sorry, accessories, <laughs> then. I like um, wearables better. <laughs> okay. Um, like, two bracelets and two necklaces. Um, so, yeah, they're tied for top. In my heart. There hmm. you go. I don't know if this is my most meaningful, but from where I studied abroad at Cambridge, we would have these, um, they were called formal halls, and at them, they would serve like tea and cups and plates from the school we were having them at, like the school within Cambridge, because there's like lots of different schools. And we were a part of the Pembroke's, Pembroke School or College, can't remember what it's called, and um, King's College. And at one of the formal halls, I took one of the cups and one of the plates. <laughs> and they mean a lot to me. So I'm going to say that as my thing. Yeah, there you go. That's a good Stolen one. goods. Yeah. I paid a lot of money for that. Well, my student loans paid a lot of money for that trip. Yes. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, I asked this question without something in mind. So I'm going to pull out of my ass that my answer is the two beer steins I own. <laughs> They're not sitting there. You looked at you looked for them. They're not there. Um. I won from St. Oktoberfest in St. Louis um, from the Schlafly slash someplace other, some other brewery. Two breweries had one Oktoberfest. Schlafly is one of them. And the other uh, is from Toronto from just a uh, brewery. And they're, I don't know, I like them because I can use them. I can drink beer out of them. (laughs) That's what I like. A usable. It's a usable, yeah. I like a, a lookable. <laughs> Something you can look at. Mm. <laughs> Normally you can look at mine, but uh, they're not there. It's really funny having Emily look for it and, yeah, and, and not being there. I just assumed. I don't know. I'll, it's just an empty, to describe to the listener, all my other cabinets are still full of things. <laughs> the one little shelf that had my steins in them are gone. <laughs> I don't understand. Now that I noticed it, I'm not going to not unnotice it. No. Okay, so I just can't look at it. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Are you redesigning? Uh, yeah, doing a little cleaning. Oh, that's There's nice. why a few things may look a little disheveled in my apartment right now. But it's a little hide-and-go-seek for what you normally recognize to be somewhere and it's not. Um, don't really don't really spend too much time today nope. doing that. Yeah, we're good. Um, so that's all I had. I just wanted to talk about souvenirs. Yeah. All right. And we're drinking one of them. Yes, this is true. And Emily also got me tea from... Someplace, little tea bag, little tea, little tea, a, a mini, a mini tea, a mini tea, <laughs> uh, a teeny. I I hope that Emily continues to buy me mini teas from places. <laughs> I just think we need to acknowledge teeny for mini teas. <laughs> oh no, my foot's falling asleep. Acknowledged, Emily. Always letting your foot fall asleep. No. Um. So that's my topic. Okay. I feel good about it. Mini topic complete done it's time oh boy jordan yes. hope you hope you've come to a decision um i have jordan thank you so much for being here thank you for having me your dear friend love to see you but more importantly than all that <laughs> it's your show now 
Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Jordan, what topic did you bring to us today? Okay. Um, so I've decided in the moment, and this is actually the one I was leaning towards, okay. uh, mostly because I think this is one that I hopefully have overlap more with you guys. Um, <laughs> the other one, I was kind of worried it might alienate both of you. And um, not that, like, I just didn't want this to become like a lecture um, hmm. into ballroom and Latin dance, uh, which would have been my uh, secondary topic. Interesting. Um, okay. But no, I've decided to choose um, the, uh, the wonderful uh, film, Mulan. Wow. Um, I love this movie. <laughs> I, I thought so. I think I, I think I vaguely remember us talking about how much mm-hmm. we both love this. In fact, I think I may have invited you. I have, may have like created an open invitation to watch Mulan at my apartment, um, which I have never actually reopened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, Mulan is my topic of choice. Um, I mean, I think uh, for me, it was just very important because, like, as an Asian person like I think it was like the one big sort of uh, representation that I got as a kid and Mulan was just like like I think my whole family was excited to watch it um although mainly because uh the singing voice of Mulan was uh Lea Salonga if you may not know her as also the voice of Jasmine uh she's also like been all over Broadway uh but basically she is the um the hero of the Philippines and so basically we all mm-hmm. went to watch her uh sing <laughs> um and then the rest of the movie was also really good too um but no I love Mulan so much mm-hmm. um in fact I watched it again 2 days ago uh in preparation for this oh that's 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 the real trick cuz this is this is our second movie topic and I wa- I did the shining and I watched it like the day before cuz I was like I have to I love the movie but I have to be prepared <laughs> um this is the, and just so we're all on the same page about this, this is Disney's animated classic, Mulan, yes. correct? Yes. I have Good. a question, <laughs> and I don't know if I know the answer to this. Is Mulan technically one of the princess movies? So, yeah, they classify it as the princess movie, even okay. though she's not a that's princess. What I, that's what, that was my confusion, because she's not a princess. No. Um, Jasmine is a princess. Neither is Alice, who I think is also a princess from Wonderland, and Snow White, who's also not a princess. Isn't Snow White a princess? Wasn't she like royalty that was kicked out of the palace? Uh, unless if I'm oh her, I don't remember. I know oh, she maybe she is. Be- she marries a prince. Her this the witch. What is her? What's her deal? Is she the queen? She's the. She was the stepmother. Well, I'm going off of um Tenth Kingdom, and like that's what happened in Tenth Kingdom. I never actually watched a Snow White Disney film. Um, I'm I might be wrong with that, but for sure. I feel like she is classified as... There are, yes. And Alice from Alice in Wonderland is for sure not a princess. And I think she's in the... I think as far as Disney's concerned, they put her in the same Mm -hmm. grouping. All right. I'll accept. I could be be wrong about that. I can always be wrong about everything. Yeah, I just don't know. (laughs) Uh, Also, the girl from Brave is a Disney princess. Well, she is a princess. She is. Right, but I... She is Yes, that's, I think, what it is. And she's... And they, they had to, like, sexier up. Like, cause she's like, this is a controversy cause they basically like partially redid her artwork to make her match the other Disney princesses. And oh. so it was very strange. That's disconcerting. She's great hair. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways, back to Mulan. Yes. The not princess at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any initial thoughts or 
What, like, <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you. Okay. I've decided. Um, when was the first time you saw the movie? Um, I must have watched it, like, when it came out, so mm-hmm. in 1998. Um, did you see it at theater? I did see it in theaters, and it was... I, I really... The thing is, I think my memory of that has sort of uh, been uh, sort of painted over because I then immediately got the uh, VHS and then the DVD afterwards, and like that, like I must have watched it over like a thousand times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so, like I can barely remember the like seeing it in theater, but more like watching it um, on my TV, constantly rewinding the reflection scene mm-hmm. over and over <laughs> again um, until it wore out actually on the DVD. Mm-hmm. That is such a kid thing to like rewind and rewatch like mm-hmm. i i have memories of similar things and it's like i can't even imagine doing that as an adult <laughs> um I do you do um, you do it as an adult <laughs> well i'm like you know there's like um the like uh vines or like any uh sort of what, what do they call them nowadays that aren't vines but like they're oh. sort of gifs that like re uh, boomerangs boomerangs yes yeah well um, i think that's that's meant to be that way i mean like a longer thing that you just like only want to watch like 10 seconds of or, uh, yeah, or, or five minutes of or whatever like i don't know and my last memory of that is watching the dark knight and wanting to rewatch the opening like bank robbery scene over and over because it's very exciting but mm. <laughs> it's my last that came out 10 years ago uh almost exactly 10 years ago happy anniversary um i don't know if i rewind things rewind so, like we rewind <laughs> our sounds are hard mm. It's okay. We'll be kind to you. Thank you. Um, I don't remember. Be kind when you say rewind. <laughs> I think you were setting me up for that. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Normally when I have to go back on something, it's because I couldn't hear what was being said. But even that, I'm like, oh, God, that's so much work. I'll just live without it. Hmm. I think I might have rewatched the last episode of The Americans. Just maybe one scene. But maybe I just rewatched the whole thing. It was not that long ago, and I don't remember. Well, here's I think uh, yeah. I mean, I think rewatching one like a thing like that. Like I rewatched like every episode of the first season of Westworld to make sure I understood it. I've not so far rewatched any of the second season, which is not shade on the second season, just a time thing. <laughs> um, but uh, when I was like a kid, um, my first CD I ever got was the Beastie Boys' "Hello Nasty." And I bought it because I loved the song Intergalactic. And um, on my like CD player, I just, I would play the song and then I would hit, it would, the song would end and I would hit back and I would just listen to that song over and over. And it, like, there's a whole album to be listened to. And I probably drove my parents crazy, like listening to one song over and over. <laughs> but I feel like that's like a very kid thing to want to just be like, I want only this moment of it or whatever. <laughs> I guess I'm still a kid because, like, yeah. I have rewinded just for, like, someone's, like, pronouncing something funny. And I'll just go, <laughs> ha, that's funny. Rewind. Ha. And, like, just constantly over and over again. Ad infinitum. Um, there you go. I don't think I've ever heard that pronounced out loud. Oh, really? Yeah. I read it. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of words that I don't know how to pronounce out loud. But that, for sure, I know that's how it's yeah. pronounced. Uh, I um, say, when I want to say that out loud, I just say to infinity and beyond. Ooh. So. Nice. That um, actually is better. <laughs> okay, so you rewatched the reflection scene mm-hmm. over and over again. Can I say why? Of course. It's okay. literally your topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can say um, whatever you want. Oh, my God. I, I'm not used to this kind of freedom. <laughs> um, well, first of all, it is Leia Salonga's shining moment oh, in the film. Beautiful, uh, beautiful voice. Um, and 
I say this, and I think it's gonna sound sad. I don't mean it to be, um, but like growing up as a queer kid, like literally every single lyric in there spoke so much to me. Mm-hmm. Like, look at me, I will never pass as a perfect bride or a perfect daughter. Um, if I were truly to be myself, I was going to sing into the mic and I was like, I don't want to be obnoxious. Um, <laughs> Emily sings in the mic. And you actually have a beautiful voice. <laughs> she's, so. o- she's only mildly obnoxious when she does. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, if I were truly to be myself, I would break my family's heart. And I was just like, girl, I feel you. Um, and so like, I just kept rewatching and rewatching that, just sort of like feeling that sense of connection. Um, but it was actually a positive thing, even though it sounds, I think, yeah. probably really sad. Um. It might sound a little sad. I just thought it sounded beautiful. Oh, your so, connection with that song. Sometimes you think you confuse. I think people in general confuse like sad with like touching or whatever, uh, or causes feeling. Because mm-hmm. there's lots of things that are, you know, quote unquote sad in my life that I like really like mm. <laughs> listening to or watching sad songs and things. And it's like it doesn't make me feel sad. <laughs> yeah. So, I take it. I don't actually know why movies do this, but the Christina Aguilera version of Reflection. Sorry, what? That's exactly what I thought. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know why they feel the need to re-record songs for popularity. I mean, I, I don't know. I will it's say... for money. I mean, it's for money, <laughs> That's yes. That's definitely what it is. Um, there is only one time in the history of uh, recording a Disney song that I've actually been happy with, and it was Moana when uh, they re-recorded the uh, Shiny song from The Crab. Um, I, I forgot the name of the singer, but that was the only time I was just like, this is better. Um, no, no offense to Jermaine Clement, but um, much better in the uh, studio version. Um, I can think of a few songs I like that are re-recorded that are better, but I don't want to make this about that. <laughs> but you did remind me of my question, or not, this segues into my question. Hmm. They're making a live action version of the movie. How do you feel about it? I'm actually very excited. Um, and it's weird. Uh, I just I feel like I've been so um, sort of, uh, shunted or betrayed by like live action recorded uh, versions of things like Avatar. Uh, <sighs> like, let's not. The Last, uh, the last Airbender. Airbender. Yeah. Yes. To distinguish it from Avatar, the f- other film. Sorry, which- what? I feel the same way. I don't like that movie. <laughs> I actually am okay so. with that movie. I'm just being like a little shiny. <laughs> so um, much shade. I know. I don't. You started it all, honestly. Like, I I do. I usually start it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, and the 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 actors they got, I think, like, I was just like, oh wow, they're all like, I mean, this is shallow, but I was just like, all oh, the actors are so attractive, and so I was pretty happy with that. Um, and I trust that they'll do a good job with it. I mean, I think we're, I, I'd like to think that Hollywood's sort of at a point where they have a better idea of how to do things. Well, granted, there was a Scarlett Johansson thing, like, uh, pre, like a few, what was it, a few days ago? Yeah, I don't even know what it was. Maybe like um, a week she's ago. not doing the movie anymore. I've seen that, and I was just <laughs> like, okay, good. Um, but in general, I would like to think that Hollywood is doing a better job of like knowing mm-hmm. how to like do things properly and respectfully to the, the cultures they represent. Um, and so I'm, I am very excited about that. I think you're. I think you're going. This is my prediction about it. I think it's going to go well because Disney has messed up a lot of these live action movies, but mm-hmm. they seem to have gotten progressively better at making them. Like the 
I want to say the first one was like Snow White and the Huntsman, mm. which I feel like people were very like thought was like a pretty crummy movie. And Kristen Bell. No, sorry, Stewart. Stewart. Oh my oh. god, Bell. Not Stewart? even the same. She person. cheated on Robert Pattinson with the director. Wow, that's some hot goss. Mm. It's it, how long that tea? It sounds like it sounds like ice cold uh, <laughs> goss. Um. But then, like, they've made some better, like, they've made the Jungle Book one, which I have not seen but have heard is decent. Yeah, um, I've good things about that. And then they, I guess they made the uh, Beauty and the Beast one, which people are saying is, like, barely a new movie because they just, like, re-sang all the songs and it's mostly animated still. So it's, like, hardly... I'm ready to have a conversation An animated movie. Um, um Full stop. Full disclosure. I love the original uh, Beauty and the Beast, and I've not bothered to see the remake. <laughs> um, the remake was fine. Um, they added some extra stuff that I didn't feel needed to be there, and I love Emma Watson. The first time I heard her sing, I was like, "You're done. You're done." <laughs> uh, I just need. I just need a more fuller voice. I'm not even a voice expert. I felt mm. it needed to be more. I think it's just a waste. It's like, to me, it's like if they're going to basically just make a live action version, like if they're just going to shot for shot remake something they already animated, it's like, why bother? I mean, again, it's for money, but. <laughs> yeah. For money. And Dan Stevens is so handsome. He wasn't, his handsomeness wasn't shown enough. You didn't flaunt what you got. Exactly. Yeah. But. Audra McDonald. Uh, oh my God. Audra McDonald. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Was fantastic there though. She was the voice of the dresser, oh, and yes. I'm a huge fan of yes. her. I was just—I think my biggest problem with the movie was that I was just a little disappointed in Emma Watson's singing voice. Hmm. Um, well, anyways, we're not here to talk about Beauty and the we're Beast. Not, no. Um, <laughs> um, uh, who do you? Uh, how do you feel about who they cast as Mulan? Um, uh, I think she like I've heard. Well, I did a very like sort of superficial uh, research into it, mm-hmm. um, but. It, looks like she also has martial arts training mm-hmm. which i think is awesome and i think definitely needed for the part so yes um i think i think it'll be really good um i i'm actually trying like the, a lot of the information that's coming at me is sort of coming at me passively mm-hmm. um because I, I think maybe i'm a little worried that if i look too much into it i'll find uh flaws <laughs> um so i'm not going to do that and i'll just sort of like if, like if something is bad enough, like it'll make its way to me. I think. <laughs> yeah. I read an article that had some disconcerting plot changes that I was like, "Oh, I hope that's not true," but I don't know if they were true or just gossip or about Shang. Yeah. They uh, Shanghai'd him. He's just on the movie. Um, I that's what I've heard, but like that was like. Through a quick like headline, sort of like yeah. scrolling through yeah. social meds. I think the only thing I remembered was just that there wasn't going to be a love story. Honestly, fine with me. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> um, the love story. I'm. It comes with a great line at the end of the movie. So yes, okay. To be fair, that is great. Um, but like nowadays, I don't know what it is with me. But every time I watch something and like, um, like a man is like really disappointing in the love interest. Like, I'm just, like, immediately, like, you don't even need him. Like, you don't need him. Forget him. He's ruining your life. Um, uh, and so I think that's sort of the same feeling. I'm just, like, you'll be fine without him. I don't... I mean, she'll be fine without him. I think it's it's probably... I, I'm surprised because I feel like so many movies just, like, shoehorn in a love interest no mm-hmm. matter what. 
Like it just, it'll be it's strange to think of a movie that they don't shoehorn a, a love interest into. <laughs> uh, Cause some, there's some segment of the population that only wants to watch or read or whatever things that have love interest. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Very romantic society. Um, I did want to talk. Oh yes. Um, I don't even know where to begin, um, but like, let's just start with the songs. Okay. Um, I was one of my questions was going to be rank the songs. <laughs> okay, um, but you don't have to rank them. Talk about the songs, then I'll ask my question later. Okay, wait, <laughs> hold on. Like, I just need to remember them all from the beginning. So there's the um, there's that first song, which is "You'll Bring Honor to Us All." Love that song. Um, then there's "Reflection." Beautiful song. Um, afterwards, there's what, what's the order of it? Um, somehow I'll make a man out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, um, um, what is that? For a long time we've been marching off. What's, how does that go? What is the I name of that? I don't know the name of that song. Um, A Girl Worth Fighting For. Oh, yes. hmm And, um, I don't think there are other songs, except for the reprise of, yeah. um, A Girl Worth Fighting. Oh, Be A Man, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow I'll Make A Man. What is the song? It's Be A Man. <laughs> okay, thank you. Be A Man. You must be swift as the coursing river. Um, that See? is beautiful singing voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 um, fun fact: one of my friends, uh, or uh, yeah, he he told me the story about like how that's his favorite song to sing at. Um, so he's identifies as straight, um, but he goes to gay karaoke often, and he sings "Be a Be a Man" and or somehow I'll make a man out of you, and of course everyone locks up to him is like okay we will <laughs> which i think is kind of hilarious mm-hmm. um if i were to rank it um because i'm you've already asked me so yeah. i don't uh back down from a challenge reflection <laughs> first for sure um for obvious reasons secondly um be a man um just such a good song uh let's see um i really do like the um you'll bring honors to us all and then uh, a girl worth fighting for um mostly just because there's some i don't know listening to it i'm just like yeah but also she is sort they are subverting the sort of like the the um sort of this is what a perfect woman should be um and they do end up subverting that to- like towards the end but like as a song itself i'm just like mm, it doesn't really like land on me in any way um so yeah that's it uh, funny fact about Leia Salonga. I'm sorry, I'm obsessed with her. She could have been my topic. Um, but then I would have completely alienated both of you. Um, she was origi- They originally wanted her to be the speaking voice for Mulan, but she couldn't convincingly lower her voice enough to, sa- to sound manlike. And mm-hmm. so they actually cast Bing Nguyen, um, who does a great job. So mm-hmm. I'm happy with Who is from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. one of my favorite TV shows which we talked about maybe briefly a couple times it's been mentioned i find out i found out she was mulan and i was like wow <laughs> i didn't like i knew her i didn't i that's the kind of thing like i think a lot of voice actors you get like if especially if they're from something that they've they did one voice acting or they did one voice act it's like if they're not really that famous of a person and they did a voice like her for instance <laughs> uh I just would have no idea that she had done Mulan, and then I think I was like uh, IMDb-ing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and was like, oh, weird. Mm. Voice of Mulan. <laughs> yes. 
I'm going to be a man stuck in my head for the next week. I'm glad to do that to you. No problem. Um, um, okay. Do you have anything specific you want to say about each song? Like like your favorite parts? Or... Um, this, uh, so my favorite part of Reflection is um, from zero, zero to uh, one minute 50, which is the duration of the song. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> honestly, that whole... I mean... Yeah, that whole song's everything to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't really know That's what fair. to say about this. Like, they're all great songs. They're all great um, songs. I think Be a Man is hilarious, and the action behind that is my favorite thing in the world. Yes, like I just did a. Oh, sorry. I keep forgetting. No one can see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I just did a, a like a like a jab. Like a jab, yeah. Like a punch. Punch, to honor, punch kick, kick. To honor the song. Yes. Uh, no, but like I'm like I love um, like the show Mulan at the beginning when she can't do anything, and then later on she's like kicking ass. She's like hitting all the tomatoes or whatever they are. She's do you know what I'm talking about with like the arrow and then there's like that red fruit. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what they are. To me, it looked like a pomegranate, but I don't think it was. Um, or like being able to like uh run like at the front of the 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 army with like a bucket of stones on each shoulder. Um, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> if I were to rank the songs, I'd put Be A Man first. Okay. No, that's because in college, me and my friends would always sing it. So I have some reminiscing times. Yeah. Also, it's just fun to shout. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't sing, so I have to shout. Yeah, singing singing is just shouting. <laughs> yeah. Shout it out. I mean, singing is controlled shouting. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's what my uh, voice teacher used to teach, tell me. It's like, you have to like control the shout. Interesting. I can't control shouting, so. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't shout shout anymore. I found that like, I'm really, when I do shout, it's more just like a loud projection of my voice. Um, so like anytime I'm cheering for people, I'm just like projecting very loudly. Oh, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. I might be similar because I'm too embarrassed now <laughs> to like, <laughs> so now I just, I can raise my voice pretty loud. Mm-hmm. I guess I could still shout. I used to shout at kids, uh, my Boy Scout <laughs> camp. Like I would literally, I would like yell all kinds of, I wasn't like, I wasn't a hard ass, but about the rules, but I found it really fun to pretend I was a hard ass about the rules. So I would just like, um, like there was one rule. It was like no running in camp and, or no running, like unless you're on the, the, the fee, if you're like on the field, you can run, but you can't run around just like on the paths and stuff because you might fall. Mm-hmm. and uh the other so that's one part of this story i'm gonna fuse these two parts together the other thing is like when they teach you how to like discipline people um meaning like tell them not to do something they always tell you like don't do this thing this don't do blank scout and so you're supposed to like end the phrase with the word scout which is just or you're not supposed to but like that's how they would teach you how to do it um because that was like good language or whatever. Anyways, uh, no running was a whole thing. And me and several other people I worked with uh, would yell. Anytime we saw anyone running, we would go, no running, scout. <laughs> and so <laughs> we probably seemed like jerks, but we were just like mocking that training session we had. <laughs> scout. Scout. Uh, I guess if you knew their name, you could insert their name where it said scout. But they didn't teach us that part. <laughs> It sounds like sort of like the middle name sort of thing. Like when you call someone by like with their middle name included. 
Um, for oh, some reason, yeah. it seems to have that extra aplomb to it. Yeah. Matthew Thomas Armando, get back here. That's my mom. And I'm running away in that story. <laughs> and I'm 25. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for making such a specific picture for that, that story. No problem. Um, let's go back in time to Mulan. Yes. I don't remember what year it took. Place. 1998. No, like when time the story takes place. Like Oh, the legend. Yeah. Um so like I don't know. I think they they no one really knows like when the legend took place and there's like a lot of specifics that are unknown. Like the only like through line with everything is that there was a woman who uh sort of posed as a male soldier and she kicked ass. Um, and that's the only like through line through them all, but like sort of like the story of how like she actually got into it, um, and the ending, the romance that's sort of like up for debate, even the timing, like people believe that it sort of happened around the Tang dynasty. Um, but that's not for certain. Um, but like similarly, uh, her father was supposed to be enlisted for war. Um, but the way she found out was different, like could have been different things. It could have been just like, she was literally like washing clothes, mm-hmm. like in a bucket. And then she overheard like, oh, we're going to enlist uh, uh, everyone. And she heard her father's name. Or she even like might have just seen like a, a poster that was like conscripting people to be like, everyone, we need you. And she saw her father's name. And then she was just like, okay, let's go. Um, some stories say that she did it without telling anyone. Some people say that her family totally knew and they were just like cool go <laughs> okay bye it. yeah um <laughs> one of my favorite versions of it it was that like she actually was really skilled already um because her father firmly believed that women should know how to fight and so she was already well trained before entering the army in in one of the versions that i uh that i looked into um and i like that version so um that's going to be my truth um yeah. for now yeah, just um, ride whatever you believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with something like this where no one knows. So it's yeah. like <laughs> um uh in terms of love line, uh maybe there was a guy, maybe mm-hmm. there wasn't. Um I don't honestly, whatever. That's not important to me um <laughs> as much. Um as you can tell, I'm not the demographic that's in for all the uh, shoehorned romantic plots. <laughs> yes. Um but uh all the stories, yeah, she definitely kicked ass. Some of them said that, like, she was in the army for 10 years. Um, there were reveals, but, like, they were actually pretty, um, uh, unspe- not unspectacular, but sort of, um, they weren't a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. No one sort of was like, a woman! Yeah. And, like, sort of, like, threatened to, like, uh, uh, kill her for that. Um, so that's cool. Um, but, like, the surprise came in different ways. Like, mm-hmm. Like, I think my favorite version was the one where she, like, there was no announcement. It was just like, okay, I'm going home now. And she just, like, dressed up in, like, female clothes. And they were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she's, just, like, heading out, like, bye. Gotta I, go. I will say there's something to be said about, like, uh, people being, like, against an idea. Like, no women in the military, like, saying that and having that belief or whatever. And then, like, but then knowing a woman who does it and being like, no, but she's cool. Cause people have that. That's like a hard, people have a hard time with that prejudice, right? Like if you know the specific person, you don't have a problem with them, but if you have a problem with the idea, mm. right. You saying that 
awakened something in my brain. Mike Ooh. Pence hates this movie, right? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just awakened in my brain. I have questions for Mike Pence, but I loved it. <laughs> I did not know this fact going in. He like wrote... He, he wrote that it was propaganda. Yes. Um, but it was very confusing what he thought was... Uh, what what the message was Mm -hmm. uh and i don't really understand what he was thinking like it was either something that he thinks that it's trying to convince women to join the army um but but then he says something but then if women join the army they'll fall in love with the men and everything will like uh be destroyed or something like yeah i i have read it and i don't remember the exact reason behind his dislike except for that he disliked it which is this is this a current thing or is this something people have like discovered about him yes it was briefly um i mean i think that uh uh that uh, criticism i don't know what to call it but that that note from him came briefly after the movie um and then it just sort of resurfaced yeah i think okay i'm sure there's like yeah he must hate everything good in the world (laughs) anyways um throwing shade at mike pence that's okay though you Um, guys didn't call me out for that one (laughs) because i don't i don't call it shade necessarily if it's um just truth i guess yeah he he just strikes me as someone who has so many he probably has so many bad opinions about things because he has like such weird reasons for disliking stuff i mean his whole like i wouldn't have dinner with a woman who wasn't my wife thing or whatever that was like so like he just said it without any like sense of what he's saying being kind of weird yeah (laughs) and then he got like shit for it and like as far as i know he'd never like apologized or anything for it because like he probably still to this day is like no of course why would i ever eat food around someone who wasn't my wife and is also a woman and it's very strange (laughs) it is very strange Mm -hmm. he has a lot of weird stuff i just yeah that just awakened in my brain yes um i would like briefly to oh, turn yeah. the question to you guys oh, yeah, yeah, of course. um Whoa. but like what what are your both what are both of your impressions to this movie what are your like favorite parts or mm. or does this not is this not meaningful to you at all um i need a second to think about it i'll go first then because okay. my answer will not be satisfactory <laughs> uh i have seen mulan but it has been a very long time and mm. i've only seen it the one time um i think i thought it was good um I liked when I, so, okay, I would have been in the eighth grade when this came out. So I was probably not maybe in the best age range to have appreciated any Disney Mm, movies. Like I was probably like, I love Disney movies now, like, um, or especially Pixar movies, but, um, I'd probably like it more now if it came out than I did at that time in my life. Cause it's like Disney movies when I was like a kid, like through like sixth grade or something. And then there's sort of like the fallow period where I'm like not that interested in Disney movies. And, um, so that's where I'm at. Uh, So I have seen it, but only the one time and it never really became a huge part of my life. Although I do know that song, the, when you're tired, the make a, make a man one, (laughs) whatever you're saying. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's a great movie. I'm not, I'm not saying it. I don't dislike it. <laughs> I just haven't uh, it's when it seen it in a long it. time. Yeah. Um, I think it probably came into my life at a good time. I would have been around eight. I don't know if I saw the movie theaters, but I only remember watching all the Disney movies on like a television. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I know I've probably seen some of them in theaters. I just like, that's not the memory I have of them. 
Um, I loved this movie. I still love this movie. Um, I don't think growing up it was my favorite, but I think truly beyond Beauty and the Beast, everything else was just like a little like a level lower for me because I mm-hmm. loved Beauty and the Beast. That was my favorite. But I did love this movie and I like that it's like she's going to save her family and she's not going to conform to traditional mm-hmm. things, roles. I don't know why I didn't just say roles. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, I appreciate it more and more every mm-hmm. time I watch it. Um, which I think is true of a lot of Disney movies and a lot of animated movies. Yeah. Um, and I love the music. Yes. I yes. think the message of it would, would re- I mean, trying to think back to eighth grade Matt uh (laughs) I don't think it would have resonated as much with me then as it would have maybe now or in the past you know as being an adult it would resonate with me harder than (laughs) as like a kid like a in eighth grade because I'm probably probably in like burn it all down I hate the world mode back then so like any kind of uplifting thing would probably I listened to a lot of new metal back then and (laughs) Hmm. I was a very I don't I'm not gonna say different person because we were all different people when we were younger (laughs) But I'm sure I didn't have like anything like with any kind of positive message. I probably was like, this is stupid. <laughs> you had the like cynicism mm-hmm. like laced through you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 1998, I was, that's my, that might be my most cynical. I did not, I was not a big fan of middle school. Not like a lot of people are. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of, I don't know what my favorite part is. I think probably be a man or. Is it is it bad to say the end where she like saves everyone? Go for it. Spoiler alert, guys. Sorry. Movies, you don't believe the movie's spoilers anyway. 1998. This movie came out 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> There's like um, embargo. Um, I think it's a very good film. I'd say the end part where she saves everyone is a really good part. That's well done. Um, the yeah. end where she saves everyone. That's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> she does she... i know but like it that must be the most the least spoily spoiler of course the hero saves everybody they they come over the the great wall and she's on the rooftop and she saves everyone with a fan which I is know. i think awesome because it's yeah. like it's not it's her balancing both her uh both sides of her personality in order to to uh, beat uh, shenyu yes which is a very taoist sort of thing I would say, um, like in the Taoist principle of like yin and yang. I mm-hmm. think that's sort of something. I don't know. I'm uh, philosophizing on the seat of my pants right now, um, <laughs> but that's sort of um, what I'm going to do. I think that's fair. Um, it um, came out June nineteenth, nineteen ninety eight, for reference. So basic, almost exactly twenty years. Oh, twenty June years ago 19th. in one month, June nineteenth. June nineteenth was a, a day for me. Um, um, I have to ask. There's a sequel. Have you seen it? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> okay, now, moving um, on. <laughs> okay, well, I just like um, to speak on it. Um, I refuse to believe that it's canon. Um, oh, that's how I feel about Cursed Child and Harry Potter. Uh, oh. wow. That's a different podcast. <laughs> yes, but also, that's a hard one to do. No. Like, that sort of... We'll, d- we'll discuss it later. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I just think, like, Mulan 2 sort of completely upends everything that Mulan once... Mulan, sorry, stood for. Mm-hmm. Um, or... Granted, I saw like 10 seconds of it and then I was like, I hate this. Um, 
but it was just like so much of like we're getting married but also we have to help these other women get married so they'll be happy and blah blah blah. and i was just like that's weird uh and not interesting to me it was, whatsoever it was direct to video <clears throat> so not even worth a, a theatrical release so <laughs> couldn't have been very good um so you asked us what our favorite parts were and asking that question i realized beyond reflection what is your favorite part oh um I guess my favorite part about this movie is that it got jokes. Like, oh, it's got jokes. Like, it's got jokes. I mean, like, many of them served by Eddie Murphy himself, mm-hmm. who is wonderful um, as Mushu. Um, like, my favorite, like, my favorite line still is um, "dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow," um, which it's just so funny to say. Um, I don't. Uh, uh, but like, there's also just like small like visual jokes that like I don't think they're intentional. Um, spoiler, um, there's a scene where, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Shen Yu has an emperor in his grasp and is about to slice him with a sword, but, uh, Shang sort of jumps in through the door and like, sort of like, um, sort of, uh, blocks the attack. But before Shang even walks in, you can see the emperor just already start to walk away. Mm -hmm. Like, like not even knowing that Shang's there. He's just like, no, I'm out. And I thought that was like, I oh, watching this, I rewinded that a few times. Um, it was so, and the return on like it actually became exponentially more and more funny. Um, so there's that. Um, uh, can you stay for dinner? Can you stay, stay forever? forever? <laughs> great, 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 great jokes. Um, Love that line. It's so good. And I think actually, out of the Disney movies, I think it had the more most successful jokes. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because I think like all the other classics sort of took themselves more seriously, mm-hmm. whereas I think this one had like a little more fun. Oh, my God. I guess the I, question is like the funniest. They all have like a comic relief character. Mm-hmm. So are any of them as funny as like Eddie Murphy in that? Like because he's such a I mean, I don't know. It'd be hard to top him anyways. <laughs> um, OK, I'm so sad I turned off my phone because um, so you remember I used to have a beard. Yes. Um, and then one day, my sister decided to give me, like, just, like, give me eyeliner. Mm-hmm. And then we found out that I look exactly like the matchmaker. <laughs> and so I replicated that. And I would say that potentially might be funnier than the uh, uh, the Eddie Murphy. Or, well, no, I would say it's equal. But, like, I would say it's, like, on the same par of humor. Because that whole scene is just so good. Um yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of those other, yeah. I mean, if you've got a really funny, if you have, if you have a truly funny comic relief, I think it goes a long way. Because mm. I'm thinking of like other movies mm. that have Aladdin. Oh, the genie is pretty funny. Mm. Actually, that's say. sort of what they were going for with Mushu. Like they wanted yeah. a comedian to like fill in that charm character. Mm. I forgot that was one I had slipped my mind because I was thinking of like Timon and Pumbaa, who are. comic relief but i don't they're not like funny on the par same like level as like the genie or someone Mm. like that not in my book (laughs) they're really funny i like them they're they're hey they're funny they're just not as funny (laughs) as some of this other stuff and i love the lion king that's another big one for me um i have a new favorite scene Mm. um it's when mushu holds up the head of the stone dragon and like talks as him i like that it's me the great stone (gasps) Sorry, I just got really excited because I just remembered there's this really um, interesting theory about it. But so 
the great stone dragon spoiler gets destroyed by mushu by like he like hits it and it crumbles um but then there's this theory that the green the great stone dragon actually transferred into mulan and therefore she is the guardian of the family in her oh, own wow. and there's like a lot of symbology in there like every scene afterwards like as she unsheathes the sword you see dragons or like there's that like sort of stain not a stained glass but uh sort of like a, a screen with like dragon imagery before every one of mulan's uh segments and uh i thought i don't i buy it if you buy it that's all that matters yeah <laughs> um anyways this is a great movie yes um so we've talked about your favorite part talked about your favorite songs talked about who you look like yes when you're wearing eyeliner and have a beard yes <laughs> <laughs> um two very specific things you don't like they're very specific oh yeah yeah um do you have anything else you want to talk about mm. oh we've talked about theories there is there is um no, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I swear, probably something's gonna come to my <sighs> mind yeah. afterwards. Um, I like the fact that all the smoke is swirly in the movie. You'll notice that, which looks a lot like Chinese water, like colors. Um, like you'll see that every scene that like there's like smoke or like someone like crashes into something, mm. there's just swirls of smoke. And I was like, that's a really nice detail. Um, that's a thought that came to mind. Someone. Um. Yeah. Oh, and another thought that's weird: just B.D. Wong, the voice, the speaking voice of Shang, did not sing the singing part of Shang, but rather Donnie Osmond came in, which is weird because B.D. Wong <laughs> is a Broadway performer, and he didn't, and he can sing, but. I think they just needed like sort of the name of Donny Osmond mm. to be like, but Donny Osmond's in this film. I mean, he does great. I'm happy with it, <laughs> but I'm confused. Yeah. That's uh, uh, obligatory B.D. Wong uh, guest star on the show Gotham, another TV show I talk about frequently on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if anyone gets mentioned from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Gotham, I have to bring it up. You have to. <laughs> or Westworld. These are all my things I have to do. <laughs> okay. I loved this topic. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I feel like this went better than ballroom and Latin dance where I would have um, just lectured everyone. Um, when I was in 4-H at this um, conference, I think that's what it was called, um, we, had, we could like take different classes and I took a salsa dancing class. Ooh. And I, I mean, I only knew one step, but... But we should salsa together. I only know one step. That's all you need. Just okay. keep repeating it. That's, yeah. what we, that's the lesson from today. Um, you can go back and do the same thing over and over. <laughs> so that's my ballroom dancing. Aw. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm so happy to, le- to learn about that. Um, you both looked at me at the same time. Do you have any ballroom dancing stories? <laughs> I do not. No. I can do the Macarena. Uh, <laughs> also, 1998, maybe? Definitely 90s. Same, same year as Send us your corrections. Uh, um, do we feel good? I think we could. I think that's uh, it's a, a wrap on Mulan. Um, Thank you for sharing um, your passion. Your passion. I was going to use the word passion too. Uh, wow. wow. Um, I'm not sure what happened, but like they became one person and talked at me. <laughs> passion. <laughs> passion. Um, 
Okay. Do you have anything you'd like to plug or mention or? Hmm. Um, I would like to mention that I have a Twitter now um, and it's new and I need followers, please. Um, at Jordan Cerilli, Um or well, I pronounce it Cerilli, but whatever. Um, <laughs> J-O-R-D-A-N-S-A-R-I-L-I. Um, and that's where you'll find me doing stuff. I don't know what yet. <laughs> there you go. Good plug. You just started it. So every follower you get is can be credited to us. <laughs> from this point on. Well, from when this is released. From this moment. Uh, from t- Yeah, from uh, two days from now. <laughs> or not even, probably, yeah. Hours wise, not even that far. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Twenty-eight a, hours. We have. <laughs> we have a. We have a shout out. We have a shout out. Um. So in our, not our last episode, but the episode before it, we said we were going to look up something. Well, that we wanted someone else to look up stuff for us because we weren't going to do it. <laughs> um. And, um, my friend friend of the pod uh keith um i'm pulling it up so i'm having some issues um uh did the google search thing where you like take a video of them just googling it for you mm-hmm. which is what we had told let, people let me to. google that for you yeah so. um so he sent us a link of um a google searching brand new etymology um so he was he was doing exactly what we asked him to do but still being a little shady it's just a shout yeah just a smiley face for a subject yeah. line <laughs> Um, Oh, I'm going to read it to you. The etymology for brand new. Brand is the word, brand in the word goes back to the old English and referred to a piece of burning wood. Fire new is another 16th century word whose meaning is similar to brand new. It's used several times by William Shakespeare. 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 William Shakespeare. (laughs) Oh, man. What? They just morphed into one person. (laughs) That was even better, actually. We basically said it at the same time. <laughs> uh, That's a... I, well, since uh, the 16th yeah. century. That's what it says. Fire new? Uh, That's a thing. Fire new. Hmm. Fire brand is a thing. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, a fire new stamp of honor is scarce current. William Shakespeare, Richard the Third, 1592. Uh-huh. All right, the more you know, and a rainbow with a star. <laughs> oh, it's because it's brand new. Is like it's it was implied by like being fresh from a fire, forge, or furnace. Uh, I still don't totally follow, but I, it's I think okay. isn't brand like like oh to brand something? Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I never. I thought of, that seems very closely to like what we think of as someone's brand. Uh, <laughs> That's why you would brand something so it has like the symbol on it, right? Yeah. Was that a hashtag blessed you were doing? I was doing hashtag brand. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm hashtag blessed that you did hashtag brand. Emily, are we done? <laughs> I think we're done. Jordan, it's been a pleasure having you. It is a pleasure being here. Thank you for on coming. On the stage. Thank you for coming thank to you. the stage. Referring to it as a stage. Um, Matt, thank you for... <laughs> Being my co-host, Emily. Aww. Thank you for being my co-host. Wow. Um, I have been Matt Armando, and I am still Emily Riggins, and I continue to be Emily Riggins throughout this whole podcast. This has been TBD with Matt and Emily. Uh, please subscribe. Thanks. Rate, subscribe, review. Bye. <laughs>